All right, and we're back. And so today we're doing something a little bit different. I'm actually using the Anchor.fm app to do this podcast. And this is the adoption portion of my show. And so uh, what I'm doing right now, uh, and I haven't told Ian anything really about this, we're doing this live, and this is live for the first time. I was finding it was taking way too much time editing these out, and you guys would probably rather hear the kids in the background and all the chaos that happens in life. This is life anyway. So this is life as I know it, and hopefully you guys uh, aren't distracted by it, but also see that I'm a real guy and I'm just kind of in here sharing. And so I'm here with a good friend of mine, somebody that I learned a whole lot from. He read a book called The 4-Hour Work Week one time, and it changed his life. He went out there, took action, retired himself, and opened up his own accounting agency so that... He moved out of like a, you know, an employee mindset into a business owner. And then he's been uh, growing by leaps and bounds in his accountant uh, service. But then he also has some other mentorship that's going on that he's introduced to me to recently. Um, Not the purpose of the show, but definitely uh, for me, somebody that I truly honor, respect, love to come over to his house. He has built a life that both he and his wife, I uh, model at times. They are great examples to me. And so uh, the purpose of this, obviously, um, let me do something real quick and just have, uh, have Ian tell us a little bit about your excitement, excited about today. Just like what was two things today that happened that you were excited about? And then um, if you want to plug your, uh, your accounting agency, that's cool too. Or if you want to tell them how to get a hold of you on Twitter or whatever else, that's awesome as well. All right. Well, so again, Ian, um, I... Uh, I I had the opportunity today to sit for six and a half hours with a coach that that teaches me how to do sales. As an accountant, sales are not something that typically comes natural or easy. I am more of the social um, disc profile, but still doing sales has not ever been my, my strong point. So running an agency, um, a, an, an accountancy firm, I need to be well-rounded in all fields. And so I got to spend a bunch of time practicing doing sales calls, writing out a script, and really seeing the value of having that laid out and the foundation of a business that can grow, making an organization chart so that we can um, make sure that we're offering the right service to our clients and having the right people in place to get that done. I spent a bunch of time this morning doing that, and and it really it was kind of painful but I know that it helped me grow and it's something that was beneficial. The second thing I did was play disc golf with my brother and nice. a couple of friends. And, and that's the other, one of the benefits of owning your business is, is that you can do things like that and have it be a networking opportunity where you're, where you're getting with, together with other business owners or other individuals and doing something in the middle of an afternoon. You don't have to ask. I asked the boss for time off and since it's me, I go, went ahead and granted that. And and there I was playing disc golf. Got home a little bit early. Got to spend a little bit of time with my sister who was visiting our house and my wife and kids. There's uh, there's benefits, but I do have to caution that if you're thinking, hey, working for yourself is great. It is. You get to work half days and you can choose which twelve hours you work. <laughs> twelve half days and twelve hours. This is uh, this is just a good opportunity because again, I uh, had no idea. We didn't pre-brief about this, but you know, just like some cool things that we we're even hearing, and you guys can understand why I love being around Ian. And so uh, today, just on a scale of one to ten, Ian, this is the adoption portion. So I got to kind of move quickly. You guys are off to another um, uh, another uh, family situation. I'm assuming in a minute here, but on a scale of one to ten, how much do you understand cryptocurrency? Oh, I would give that a two. A two. Okay, cool. Um, and about Bitcoin, have you heard of that before? Yeah, I know about Bitcoin. I, I signed up with Coinbase at one time, and I and my company was I was planning on accepting Bitcoin uh, with my company, and then 
never really followed through. So awesome. You know what? I'm actually thinking that after this, I'll tell you some advice about why that would be a good idea and how it could even pull in some of your customers that you're talking about most. Because I would love that. Um, and, and and honestly, because this is a this is a pretty open radio podcast, some of my listeners might be able to come to you if they're just knowing that you accept Bitcoin as this attractive for oh, yeah. a certain cut of the demographics. And so, all right. So for me, one of the things, real quick, you know that it is a currency and a, a commodity. Um, obviously, the advantage of accepting it for accounting and for your co company is, is like for me, when my in-laws were out here, I, I gave my father-in-law 45 Litecoin. It's a different type of coin. We'll, we'll go into that in a second. But it was like Bitcoin, it was, um, but it was a full one. And so I wanted to give him full for his very first uh, wallet. I gave it to him. But while he was here, it went all the way up seven extra minutes. So um, this is a five-minute recording, and we'll come back for part two in... All right, and we're back for part two with the interview with Ian, and, and we were just getting into uh, how I gave $45 of Litecoin, and while I was here, just like when you were accepting it on there, can you imagine getting $45 and having an increase of the value, not a decrease in inflation, and it would go up to $52, because that's what's happened with my wow. father-in-law. I was paying him back for going to Costco. I didn't have my Costco card, so they bought um, you know, church activity and that kind of stuff. And yeah. So here's the thing. This is the easiest way that I've ever come up with for explaining cryptocurrency. If you go with your kids to Showbiz, or um, it's not out, out here, Chuck E. Cheese. Okay. You have greenbacks in your pocket. They have video games and other games out there. Are they able to do anything with your greenbacks in your pocket? Yes. Your by the video games? Yeah. Are they able to play anything other? Oh well, they can. What do you have to do they first? They can convert them. To, okay. To their currency. Okay, so this is the thing that's a little bit elementary obviously because you've got coinbase account you're a lot more than two for compared to some of the people i've worked with on these podcasts like i'd put you closer to seven just because you even wow. uploaded like money to it but here's the thing that is an ecosystem right chuck e cheese is an ecosystem when we hear the word economy what they have created is the ecosystem that now tokens this is the part where a lot of people don't understand you could then take those chuck e cheese tokens and go over to john's incredible pizza and use them would that work? No, that wouldn't work. Why wouldn't it work? Well, because they wouldn't accept it. It's a different currency. Different currency. So that's how I understand and help people understand cryptocurrency. This is the real part that makes it powerful. What makes Bitcoin powerful is, is it's defraudable. It's not capable of being frauded. The reason for that is, is that when you work with a bank with a visa, you have one ledger. Right. One, one other party verifying and then the receiving party that receives whatever happens with that. It can be frauded. People can use your car, they can do that kind of stuff. Well, you know, you could do that with somebody giving access to your account if you gave it out there. That's why we say pre protected. But when you make a cryptocurrency um, trade, or you go and purchase, like um, I, my son with video game, I did it on Steam, and then buying a Dell computer or whatever else. When you make that, then what you've essentially done is shop it out to a bunch of miners who get paid a Bitcoin that's created once every 12 minutes, creating um, value for ledgers. So there's, there's a lot of miners that will go verify that transaction. It's public, it's decentralized, there's nobody there regulating, but it's public. Right. Boundaryless water, I mean, boundaryless money, currency, that is not regulated by any banks or anything like that. And increasing in value because scarcity. When I said once every 12 minutes, eventually that's going to scale out further and further until it's 
all the way, I think it's 2028, don't quote me on it, but only 21 million ever created. Okay. Scarcity means drive and value, right? So what happens is um, with this is, yeah, you have your economy, you have your currency. Cryptocurrency, which would be altcoins outside of Bitcoin for me, altcoins is a different category of cryptocurrency. Alternative to Bitcoin is what altcoins really is. Right. It's kind of like your Chuck E. Cheese. Well, we have Bitcoin that could go a lot of different vendors, but some use purposes, real estate, Bitcoin can be programmed and will eventually, but it's big. It's the big, huge um, carrier in the ocean. Yeah. Altcoins can be programmed to do real estate transactions, frictionless real estate transactions, or escrow accounts built into the currency. If your dollar bill, for example, bought a plot of land, you could write, this plot of land isn't uh, given over to Josh until after he fills this obligation and it won't release. Whereas today, the old guard, you give, so it's programmable money. It's amazing in that sense. So there's some, a few things that I had. We only have 30 seconds left. So on a scale of one to 10, you came in here with a two. What would you say your understanding about cryptocurrency and Bitcoin is on a scale of one to 10 now? Well, I, I, I understand the basics of it a lot more. Um, I, if you say I'm actually like a seven, um, I would put myself probably in an eight now. I know that there's a lot more detail to this and the encryption involved in it, but, but th I, am, I have been edified. Awesome. Well, we only have 20 seconds left, and so this is my opportunity for you to get out there. I've just uh, got a new service, which is amazing. So please get out there to www.usi-tech.pro. That's pro as in professional, dot pro. And we'll see you guys on the next show.